0: Welcome to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven figure and growing coaching company, and I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives, and with my help getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink, because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change fast. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I am so excited for this interview that I recorded for you guys with Rebecca Ives. So Rebecca and I have been in the industry I don't know. I just feel like I've known her forever, and I'm very excited to introduce you guys to her, share her with you. Um, Rebecca Ives is a psychic marketing coach and self-proclaimed content queen. She helps her clients blast open their hot content channel and grow their online businesses to six figures and beyond. Her work's been featured in Entrepreneur, Business Insider, Huffington Post, and she currently lives just outside the Washington, D.C. area with her fiance, Brandon, and their fur Baby. And actually Rebecca, since we did this episode, you guys got married. So, um, actually she lives with her husband, Brandon. Um, anyway, you guys, you are going to love this episode. I was taking my own notes secretly. I love interviews like that where I'm like, Oh, I got to write that down. She, um, gave such good advice about content. And I, I, definitely consider myself someone who's great at content as well. And I teach my, my clients tons about content. But like I said, I was literally taking my own notes and we recorded this, um, wow, over a month ago. And there have been some things she said in this interview that have literally stuck with me every single day since (laughs) that I've been implementing. So you guys are going to love this. You know, I like to bring on the best of the best for you. So I could go on and on, but let's just dive in to this episode with Rebecca. hello everyone welcome back to the fully free podcast i am so excited to introduce you guys to the content queen rebecca hi rebecca (laughs) hi hi fully free babes how are you (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay i'm so excited to have you here i just love you i love your content and your brand and um I shared this on my IG story before recording this of like, I feel like you are the queen of just like cranking out content, making it look so effortless. And so <laughs> I I have so many stuff, things I want to ask you, but um, take a second if you don't mind yeah. and just tell people who you are for those that don't know.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm Rebecca Ives. I'm the self-proclaimed content queen and I'm really on a mission to make marketing fun, to to make marketing feel light, joyful, connected, authentic, so that my clients who are amazing light workers and healers and coaches and just people making the world a better place, like I feel like all of these women should be rich. (laughs) And I feel like one of the biggest things that gets in the way is the marketing and Yeah, I basically, I think of myself as sort of a a bridge between people and their soulmate clients. And I, in this phase of my journey, I'm very focused on Instagram specifically and helping people just have a more pleasurable experience of Instagram, grow their Instagram account um, and do it in a a very
0: um, high integrity way. So yeah, that's kind of my jam. (laughs) I love it. So what does instagram look like for you right now like how how many times do you think that you're posting daily weekly like i'm sure you don't yeah. keep track knowing you yeah. but like, what would you what would you guesstimate for people who it, are listening it
1: depends so
0: i will rarely rarely
1: rarely post less than six feed posts a week like that would be weird um so i i I sort of have a bare minimum that i do but you also have to understand i've been a content creator i've been i've been a marketing coach full-time since 2015 so i have a big back end of content bank so i repost like i'm not creating brand new content every single day but i do try to post something to the news feed six days a week and i give myself one off day some days it's like seven posts and some days it's like one post and it just sort of depends on, you know, I mean, you know this, but like, wouldn't it be nice if all we had to do was like, or not had to do, but like was post on Instagram. Like that's such a fun day. Like I could literally just create content all day, but you know, there's, clients and team meetings and launches and creation of things on the back end. And, you know, your business isn't just, I feel like originally business was really just like writing posts and coaching clients and maybe some like sales, but it kind of gets bigger
0: when you have more going on. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, your question. It's perfect. Because like, I feel like number one sometimes it seems like people are creating a lot more than they are and number two there are some days where i've been like man rebecca is on fire post 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 like i
1: mean i just let myself i think when we all just let ourselves be really ourselves something magical happens and i used to have this like you know, you can't post more than three times a day or all your posts are going to compete against each other in the newsfeed and you're going to weird out the algorithm. And then I kind of tossed all that out. I'm like, whatever, it all works out when I like show up from like a giving spirit to Instagram. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like one of the biggest things that people need to hear from you is, I just think there's a lot of people who feel like they don't feel like what you just said they feel like posting is kind of one of the hardest things that they have to do like yeah you know and, and it's taking a lot of time it's kind of heavy i think people overthink it you know i totally get what you're saying because um some of my clients will be like well it looks like you post on stories like every single day and i'm like that's so easy how could i not like that is effortless yeah. to me but
1: yeah. i mean what's your
0: advice for someone who's feeling like posting especially on the feed is kind of heavy hard it takes a lot of thought it's and and maybe even like yeah. they're not getting that like doesn't even totally. seem to work very well anyway so that's not very exciting totally so i always say posting is not heavy our thoughts about
1: posting are heavy right yes. like, i'm a big believer in mindset work like not just in sales and and money and all these places that we or like self confidence but like people have a lot of interesting thoughts about marketing and i really believe that the actual words themselves the actual posts are simply carriers of our thoughts. Yeah. Like they're literally carriers of our thoughts. So when we think posting is hard, like there's a sort of like that post doesn't fly as fast and as smooth through space and time as a post that's like, I love sharing the thoughts in my brain with humans who love me and benefit from them. This is so fun. I'm just hanging out with my friends through this thing called Instagram. And I have a lot of value in my brain. The thoughts I'm thinking all throughout the day are like potential miracles for people who are struggling with something that's really easy for me. It's I get to just put it out there. I get to toss out content like confetti. I get to just like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're there's, it's all about like the thoughts you're thinking. Like I teach sort of two pieces, mindset and like craft of marketing and content and all that. But like mindset is way, 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 way more important. Way more important. Um, So there's that piece. Um, I also think like, I encourage my clients to almost like, get turned on by the failure like i don't know how to put oh, it but yeah. i i see people really blowing up and succeeding when there's just it's like the action a certain amount of action happens and then it starts to compound and be into momentum and most people who are like no one's seeing my post no one's engaging whatever it's like they simply don't have a big enough fail pile they just don't you know what i'm saying it's like if you're posting once we like it's just we need a high volume of failures and to do that you have to reorient your way of looking at failure kind of in content and like embrace it run at it try things that's yeah what i think
0: i love that i want to go a little bit deeper there because yeah. i have inevitably there's lots of people who listen who are newer in business yeah. but i also have right now a lot of clients and listeners who I'm kind of like they're good on Facebook or they've got their list or gr- Facebook groups mm-hmm. like you know they've got that established and they're trying now they're like you know yeah. feeling you move to a new platform and it's like why do I feel like a complete newbie <laughs> totally. that's how I used to feel on Instagram yeah. I was like I'm bad at Instagram I
1: remember asking I think we have a mutual friend I, you know Lexi D'Angelo yes. right yeah I remember being like how are you so good at Instagram I'm just terrible at Instagram like I literally remember having that conversation with her years ago so f- it takes time, right, to, to learn a platform, like, that's a thing. Um, I think we've got to sort of tune out advice of what it has to look like on Instagram and find where our superpowers line up with an aspect of the platform. So like, for example, I don't do a ton of reels. Mm-hmm. Because like I don't know, it's kind of a whole effort. It's not my favorite editing and transitions. Like my brain, it's harder for me. Like I could do it, but it's like this is fucking effort, you know? Sorry, it's on your podcast. Can I you're do fine. that? Oh my yeah, god! No, I. Uh, oops. Okay. So so um, we we're <laughs> squirrel brain. Um,
0: don't do I reels. Called? Reels oh are yeah. I mean,
1: I do them, but like, they're not uh like a thing I focus on because it's not my superpower writing. is my superpower. So I believe everybody has a superpower. And if you feel pulled towards a certain platform, there's a reason for you to be on there. So I don't, I'm not of the belief that everyone needs to be on Instagram, but if you're like, like you keep thinking about it and kind of like, like, I really want to do that, but I just feel like, I don't know how there's always a next right path. And there's probably part of your own journey that will benefit from getting on that platform and yeah so so you're asking somebody who is already successful on another platform but they're not having success on Instagram or they haven't even like focused on it like where yeah. do they start or like
0: yeah um I'm seeing people who are doing it but it's like man I'm not getting much engagement it's not really yeah. is it even worth it and, and I yeah. and I think you're really like what's really gonna hit home for people too, is what you're saying about find that superpower that works for you somewhere else, bring it yes. to the platform. Because I think the issue is some people are like, I get it, it takes time. I'm okay with some failures, whatever. But like, this feels hard. <laughs> like I'm not good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So
1: I would, there's certain things that I see that are different on Instagram than Facebook also. So, um some things that I wouldn't do in the Instagram feed that like maybe would work on Facebook is I never put like promotional graphics in the feed yes maybe I put them at the end of a carousel post but I'll often see people posting something that looks like an like a promotion like it's about their course on the feed that is not People see that and they think ad, right? Which isn't a bad thing, but it's not an engagement boost, right? So Mm -hmm. you really have to, I I also think on Facebook, it's more about the writing. It's a little like slower of an energy than Instagram. And so on Instagram, you really want to grab people fast with like your graphic is prime real estate. So I really focus on like. Some people just write in whatever their train of thought is, which is great when you're writing the post. But then I always go back and I'm like, what's the most like eye-catching line? And I put that in the graphic because you really want to stop people scroll. So that's another little thing. Um, I would also say a lot of people just like... So I see this in the coaching industry where people like, they just get an idea that it's like hard to grow fast and then that's just their idea, but like, it's not true. So just question that idea. Like if it was actually really easy to grow fast, if it was actually inevitable that you were going to grow by minimum a thousand super aligned people a month, which is what I've been doing for like a year. Like, you know what I mean? If that was just told with no ads, no bots, nothing and no active engagement, like this is just people sharing my content. If that was easy, normal, duh, of course, like, what would you be doing? What would you be thinking? So that kind of thing. Sometimes we just, we get an idea in our head that it's hard. And it's like, and the people you're talking about, they're already successful. They're already living like a unicorn life. Like you can have an ins- unicorn Instagram life too. And it kind of works the same
0: way. It's not like, do you know what I mean?
1: Like you've got to do mindset work around it.
0: I'm here for that. I totally agree. Shifting the way that you think about it, letting go of those stories. Um, the other thing going way back to the beginning of yeah. one thing that you said <laughs> that stood out to me that yeah. I have to like remind myself of a lot because I have like marketer brain where like it mm. I slip into like what's gonna work, how to like, what works for the platform, overthinking the content. Like even I do right. that and I consider myself great at content. But I love how you put it really briefly. You're like, your content's just like your thoughts. It's just your ideas. Literally
1: the thoughts in your brain. And actually I find the less time I spend on a post, the better it does. And it's so annoying, but it's true. And the reason I think that works is because we have to remember like people want to connect. People obviously want to buy, right? But they don't enjoy being marketed to. Most of us don't like being like, feeling like some sort of like, formula is being put on us and we can smell it. Mm -hmm. We really can. And so do all that stuff on your sales page. Like I'm all about copywriting, love it. But like in your Instagram post, if it can, there's something about the way a thought tumbles out that's just real. And it feels like talking to a friend and it invites engagement. So I also think conduct experiments. So somebody who's been really formulaic and kind of like a feed post perfectionist for a while, do an experiment for a week, like set a timer and don't spend more than five minutes per post and say it the way it comes out of your brain and just see what happens.
0: I love that. I feel like that's going to make some progress. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
1: that We're coaches. Most of your audience is like in personal development, right? In yep. some way. Yep. yep. So what do we do with nerves? We we explore and we lean in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah.
0: all the stuff applies for marketing. So it's it's good. So I saw <laughs> you do a post on this recently. It's kind of what we're saying here, but here's like the yeah. blunt question a lot of people have is, yeah, how do you get ideas for your content?
1: They're literally everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So I have a process that I teach and I will share it here. As you go throughout your day, I want you anything that happens, start to think of the following questions What just happened? What's like the like, was there an aha moment or a takeaway or some sort of lesson in what just happened? And how does this lesson, takeaway, aha moment show up for my soulmate clients? So, for example, Susie, relationship coach, wakes up in the morning. Her alarm goes off. Beep, beep, beep. She's like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to go to the gym, but I promised myself I would go to the gym. I have resistance. In that moment, she's like, you know what? Working out is important to me. She remembers her why for working out. And she's like, I'm going to the gym. Okay. So she goes to the gym and she feels really proud of herself. She's a relationship coach. She's like, what does that have to do with content? What does that have to do with my soulmate clients? Like I just woke up in the morning, went to the gym. Okay, so let's ask ourselves, what does it have to do with your soulmate clients? Is there ever a time that your relationship coaching clients want to go back on a commitment to themselves, feel resistance about doing something? Hmm. Okay, so a relationship coach is working with people dating. Let's say they want to find their husband and they want to have kids and they go on a date with somebody who doesn't want kids and they have they're like well maybe i'll keep dating and then they tune back into what's most important to them to keep the promise to themselves and they stop dating that person because they know it's important so you see what i'm saying like it's just like what's the connection and i just use that with everything and there's always a bridge. so you basically just what just happened in my life how does that show up in the lives of my clients yeah over and over and over. And it's a muscle and then it's literally a brain muscle. Like finding that bridge is a muscle in your brain, do it and you you just get better at it. There's always a bridge between what's alive for you and what's alive for your soulmate clients. And um, like, it's like there's uh, an energetic tether, right? Like your people probably get this. Like, have you ever coached someone on a call and been like, like they're going through something that's so similar to something you just went through. We're all like vibrationally connected. I always think of the Taylor Swift song, Invisible String,
0: yeah, that looks
1: like tying you to me. Like you have that with your soul people. So literally if there's one content skill to get better at, it's what just happened in my world. How does this apply to my soulmate clients? And
0: then creating a post around it over and over and over and over and over again. I love that. It's a great tip. And I love what you're saying that it's a muscle, because it makes me think like, that's another mindset shift thing that we can change. It's like, Oh, Rebecca's just good at this. Taylor's just good at this. I'm not good at it. It's like, you, it's can, you really can be, but it is practice. Cause even I have to practice that, especially if you get out of practice, it's like, okay, wait, don't overcomplicate it. Just it's share your thoughts. Like it's, I tell myself all the time. I'm like, Taylor, <laughs> the amount of time you spend every day thinking you have plenty to say on the internet ah, <laughs> <Just> say it <laughs> people don't
1: want to read essays they want to see thoughts yeah like we have to like remember that
0: yeah I love it okay I remember you this is one of my favorite things you've ever shared because I mm. it's very strategy <laughs> Okay, tell us about how you do um, have like the content bank and how you're, you're repurposing from it. And like, how does that go for you and your thoughts on repurposing? Because I think people are really missing out on that because they're, they're thinking, a it's all mindset. Like everything I say, I'm like, well, that's a mindset shift. Well, that's a mindset shift, but like, Hey, I'm not organized (laughs) enough. Right. And okay. being, can I actually repurpose? Like people aren't going to like that. Yada, yada, you know,
1: people love it. In fact, I can trace so many amazing things in my business. People I've connected with to repurpose posts. Yeah. Podcasts I've ended up on like thing, like, uh, just guests coaching and people's masterminds for big influence. I, repurposed posts are like a, such a secret to success. So, um, I have this super organized method called close my eyes, scroll, 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 see what's there, whatever's in the nine grid, whenever I scrolled, I just pick one and I put it out. I love it. I do think that works for me because a lot of my stuff, like I'm pretty focused on marketing and my coaching. And then I just have, I do have at any given time with whatever I'm launching in the notes section of my phone, I'll have like three call to actions just like there. So I just, and then I'll just be like, PS, and then I'll say something like, if you liked what we dove into in this post, you're going to love my program, blah, blah, blah. This is just a taste or or something like that. So I do a call to action. So I I really sell in the call to actions primarily. And I'll just do one line that kind of like ties between the post and the thing. And I keep those in the notes section. I love it. I love that you Carol card. I've done that; it works. Just do it. I'm like, really?
0: okay, like you
1: just place? have to show up. Like, you really like. I I think it's more important that people see my face on the screen every day than every single thing is like so brilliant.
0: Yeah. So another thing <laughs> I think that you're the queen of with content that I it blows my own mind is. Mm. People love sharing your posts, including yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I just have to share this. I can't not what? share this. Like it has to be shared. And what's funny is like, I don't watch your stories every single day, but I feel like when I do them, it's like shared posts. Share, like you're resharing people that have shared your post. And I'm like, how many people are sharing these things? Oh, sometimes it's a lot, lot. It's amazing. So. I'm sure everyone wishes that you could just give them like the magic trick to get their post. I could give me several magic tricks. It's not. You
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So one very simple thing is to either ask for the share or incentivize a share. Yeah. So whenever I do like, um, like, uh, like I'm guest coaching in someone's mastermind or I'm doing whatever I like, give people some kind of incentive to share. So I'll do it right now. Okay, anybody who shares this podcast and tags me and Taylor, I'm at the Content Queen, DM me, fully free Taylor Lee, after you do that. And someone from my team will send you, what should we do? The Uplevel Your Life Workbook that I use as like a little thing before my, um, a lot of programs. So I do stuff like this all the time. And so I just incentivize. So literally I don't care if you're listening to this like five years in the future, like tag both of us and someone from my team will send you the up level your life workbook. So I don't just like, some people will share just cause to be nice, but I believe in incentivizing, incentivizing desired behaviors just as a yeah. thing. So That's just one thing I do it a lot first, second, people really share things when they're like oh I feel identified like the most common things that get shared are but for me are like yes babe content like like anything that's like yes babe like yeah like that kind of mm-hmm. yes for content yes babe content so I create those like knowing that you know what I'm saying and I repurpose them so I have one post that like I share reg at least once a month. And it's like, for every one person out there, what is it like thinking you're crazy 10 more are like thank fuck you exist or whatever. Yeah. And people just love it, love it. And so, um, yeah, it's just, and a way for anybody to do this is like, think of an insecurity that you have, and then flip it into like a declarative statement of what you'd love to be true. And then just put it on a graphic. <laughs> yes. Um. You can also pitch, I, I don't do this a ton, but like, I, it's something I've thought of. There are really big accounts that just have, they, they're reposting accounts, you know what I mean? Something like Boss Babe or, you know, big, yeah. big accounts. You can pitch them your content. Yeah. Like, this is a strategy I've seen work. I don't do it personally, but I, I think it's one of those things where I'm like, I should really start doing that. But like, if you pitch them posts and then they reshare and tag you, like, that's a great growth strategy as well.
0: Um, I was just. That's saying, genius. Boss Babe should be sharing your posts. I mean, it, I'm just babe. saying, look, I'll, there are big yeah. accounts that are basically like
1: girl boss accounts do yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. and they reshare creators and it's just a great way. Um, so for all of you guys, like if you have a post that does really well consistently, like pitch it to one of these people. Don't pitch in the DMs, email them. hmm Smart. Email them because their DMs are gonna be super full.
0: Um, okay, so what was your question? <laughs> How can I make my posts get oh, sure. shared as yeah. crazily as yours? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, so number one is
1: incentivize it, like literally incentives yeah um number two is at, at the the call to action so sometimes I'm like sometimes I'll give them something super valuable so like for example a script or something like that and I will say if you use this like my ask is that you would share this to your story like just there or if any of my content so so again asking but kind of giving them like a whoa value bomb and then asking because people are reciprocal if they receive something a lot they're going to be wanting to be identified with it um what else would i say for incentivizing sharing uh i mean share other people's stuff i definitely think there's a reciprocal thing and like you know share stuff with your friends like i i think like um a lot of people who share my content now with bigger audiences, like we've known each other for years. Like you and I knew each other before we had audiences. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're sharing my stuff, but you've known me for a while. And like, so I think building authentic relationships, commenting on other people's stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like being a genuine good human, like that is a vibe. I also make it a point to regularly share people's posts that I really like with smaller engagement than me, or like smaller audiences than me, because I think it's just content karma, and I really believe it comes back to you. Uh, What else do I have in terms of making your posts more shareable? Um, Okay, so this is a piece of mindset work, but I would ask, am I 10 out of 10 sure that somebody is going to or like that five people are going to share my post today. And then if it's not a 10 out of 10, ask yourself why. This is going to pull up any limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. So maybe you're like, oh, I'm not that good of a writer, or my audience is too small, or um, I'm just not that interesting." whatever it is, add that to your daily mindset practice. Like you flip those things into mantras because like part of this is just how you see yourself. If you have the identity of somebody and you're just like, I mean, I'm a genius. I have really valuable things to say. Like, of course people share my content. Like that is a point of attraction. That's going to get people sharing.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of, I mean, you started out this podcast saying something like that. Like I have so many genius thoughts or, or something like that. And it's like, I know most people are not thinking that about themselves, but they have just as genius cool. funny like helpful quirky whatever thought you're totally. we sharing we're just thinking like oh i'm so boring i'm so the like it, that's a terrible I thought, thought. Yeah. Never again think
1: i'm so boring that's i mean i'm not no judgment but like why would you think that yeah saying? so i think um yeah i mean just I think we can all use a reminder like we're literally computers like programming our desired realities and it's not different because yeah. it's instagram people like abdicate their power because it's this platform and it's like not yeah not a thing so yeah and um also remembering your to your soulmate clients, like for everybody, I want you to think of someone online that you're just like, wow, it's probably Taylor since you're listening to this podcast. And you're just like, she speaks to my soul. Like the way she explains things, the way she is in the world, it's like, gives me life. Mm -hmm. What I want you to remember is like your clients feel that way about you. Yeah. They just do. And so you just have to remember that and like remove this, like fog of like, I'm not good enough because it's just, it's, it's literally inaccurate and it's just slowing you down.
0: Yeah. I'll stop preaching. I'm just like, I love it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see where time takes us. But one of the final ish things (laughs) that I'm curious is I think over the past couple of years, I've seen you, I can't even say anything specific really, or put a finger on it, but like, there's things that you could share that might be controversial or might be like, Mm -hmm. oh that might trigger someone that might rub someone the wrong way that might not that might not align with other people's opinions and I just want to hear your thoughts on that because I I think at the same time there's some people who actually know they're not very boring (laughs) and they have some really boring (laughs) thoughts that they want to share and the issue is like what are people going to think like am I going to get canceled is everyone going to hate me like
1: it's something happen, but you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. So here's another core belief I have. It's just like people love me. Yeah. I literally think that thought a lot. Like people love me. Like, and when I say something that triggers them or is just off the wall, I have just like decided people are like, oh, that's just Rebecca. She's a little wild, but like I love her. Like literally, that's just how it's I think true.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I've said things where you were like, Whoa, that's like a little much for me. But like, here we are, you yeah, know, literally, what I mean? that's when I see your stuff, whether it's like, I agree with it, or maybe I don't, or maybe yeah. I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> it's like, I love her. <laughs> She's amazing. Literally.
1: So literally, but I, I programmed that, that in, I programmed that in before it happened. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so I really think I not to be like, everything is mindset, but it is. And not everybody is likes me. But I also, as loud and bold as I am, I'm really willing to look at my shit like I'm really like not uh, I'm pretty like quick to apologize and be like, yeah, you're right. Or like, and I also want to say it happens slowly over time, right? Like I, I would say I pushed that edge slowly over time. My like speaking uncomfortable truths edge. Um, I would say I think this is a part of it. I feel at a core level, pretty emotionally safe in the online space.
0: Yeah.
1: Like That's I just, I feel kind of safe and I feel like the people who I want to engage with and who are clients, like they're just really good humans. And so like, I've totally had like, I remember I I said something, I don't know, I was ranting about something. And I guess I said something about NLP. Like I said something like does this, this NLP bullshit or whatever. And I had a past client who I fucking love be like, I'm training to be an NLP practitioner and this just created so much doubt and anxiety for me. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, that's a great point. Like I wasn't even fully, like, I could totally see that. And I like support you. I deeply apologize, you know, like I'm, yeah. So like, I, I've definitely had like cleanup conversations from my content most people are just like I also have the mantra like
0: people feel my heart I yeah.
1: say that a lot <laughs> like, They hear my words, but they feel my heart and yeah. so like yeah I don't know that's what I think
0: that was a big thing I had to work on is people feel my heart like I'm even yeah. if, if you're a little misunderstood or you put something a little too harsh out there it's like they feel my heart and and I think that's the thing is they can accept yeah. your apology or they feel like the love in it even if it is a little blunt or spicy.
1: It's also a good client filter because like, here's the truth. If you are edgy and spicy, but you don't share it on social media, you're going to end up with a lot of like, I don't know, maybe this is too, but like really delicate weeping willows as clients. And then not the wrong with that but you know what i mean people are offended yeah. by everything, well, it, remember, when they get that real you match. it's like whoa who is this they should be with somebody who's softer if yes. you're educated you know yeah. what i'm saying like we all the, the point of your content is to really is to let the people who you can genuinely help yeah. feel clear about that you know what i mean and so if you're actually not a good match for someone like Better they, they are like, eh, she's a little like wild for me. They should know that before they spend 30 K on your coaching package or whatever it is, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's actually a good thing. That's like Oop, being honest in dating. You know what I mean? You want to be clear about who you
0: are, then you end up with better relationships. I love it. And something that's been big for me with this topic too, is like, when I realized this and I'm sure, you know, it's those things where like, it's pro- nobody else probably ever noticed. But when I realized this, I, I started noticing like my posts were filled with like caveats like, oh, oh but, yeah. you know, this isn't always the case. And sometimes totally. it's then, like, let's go back like constantly. And I've really, uh-huh. I've really been shifting that. So my posts have gotten way shorter to the point, yeah. way more powerful. They've been working a lot better. And now it's funny because. um it's one of those things that now that I've seen it, it's like, I see it in everybody's content. I'm like, caveat, 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 take that out, take that out. <laughs> and I think That's a we're muscle. trying to keep Ourselves like safe. You know what I mean? I mean and yeah. For
1: sure, for sure. And it's also like a muscle, just like finding the bridge between what's alive in your world and what's alive in your client's world. It's a skill to be with the sensation of to like have the urge to be like, oh, I can see this side and this side and this side and to not do it. Like, it's actually just a muscle. Yeah. And the more you practice it, the easier it
0: gets. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I love it. This was so good. I think people's <laughs> lives are going to be changed with content. Yay! Um. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for sharing all of this and coming yeah. on. I, mean, I had a blast chatting with you as well. Oh. Me too. Yeah, let everyone know where can they find you if they're like really loving this they want to hear more from you i mean definitely um, instagram <laughs> come over to at the content
1: queen on instagram and that's really the main spot and then i also have a free training that's like the first link in my bio i believe um and it's called quantum leap through instagram and it really talks about how i've especially in the last year like hugely quantum leaped my business and gone from like, oh, will I hit 30 K this month to like hundred K months? And just like what that has looked like and grown my audience because I I was really plateaued for a while. Like I had four, just over six figure years. And then last year, just like really leaped. And so that masterclass is really where I go into the behind the scenes of all of that. So
0: I like to send people there no that sounds amazing i think everyone should go grab that definitely follow you and and
1: share this and tag me and taylor and i will send you the up level your life workbook which you want
0: yes definitely (laughs) i love it oh thank you so much this was so fun yay thanks for having me yeah goodbye everyone If you love this week's episode can you do me two quick favors number one take a screenshot of the podcast app you're listening on right now or take a photo of where you're listening to the podcast at post it on your stories and tag me i'm at underscore the taylor lee first of all i'm going to squeal an excitement to hear from you and i will even share it with my audience number two If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, can you take a second and leave a quick five-star review? These two things mean the absolute world to me. They make my day. And honestly, as a podcast creator, these are the two things that you can do to help me get my message in front of even more people. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to talk with you in next week's episode.